Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from the Fans First Sports Network Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, presenting to you another Las Vegas Raiders coach or player press conference. We are there. We are absolutely locked in, and we are part of the Las Vegas Raiders, not the organization, but we're connected to it because we are beat writers who cover it every single day. Thank you for joining us. We're so proud to be part of the Fans First Sports Network. Let's get right in to this great press conference so that you can stay as connected as we are. Knee deep into the Bears. Um, this is, you know, obviously a team that we don't know very well. Haven't played them uh, a whole lot, um, and really, uh, I'd say a totally different style of football than what we what we played the last you know, last few weeks for sure. Um, you know, just in terms of schematically the way they deal with it, um, their personnel. I'd say the challenges that they present in all three phases are different. Um, it's a team that's, you know. Um, this is an explosive team, um, starting in a kicking game. I mean, the returner um, that they, you know, basically in the top ten, top five in every category last year, created turnovers. Kickoff returner is really good, big, strong, fast. Um, same thing with the punt returner. The kicker is obviously exceptional. Um, you know, they've only team in the league to block two field goals this year, so uh, they, you know, they present a lot of challenges in that regard. They're very well coached and they're physical, um, which stands out in every unit. Defensively, you know, lead the league in negative runs. Um, have always, Coach Eberflus has always done a great job of um, going after the football, trying to create takeaways and turnovers. And when they've done that, obviously that's been, um, you know, a big precursor for victories for them uh, throughout his coaching career. Um, but you can see the effort and the attempts at the ball, um, the way they play. Uh, kind of lends itself to um, create turnovers if you're not careful with the football or don't take good care of it if you have it. So uh, defensive front's very disruptive, play a lot of players, um, some of which we're familiar with that were here before, Andrew, Yannick. I mean, they have some guys that are, uh, Jones is, I'd say, one of the best you know, defensive linemen that we're going to see uh, the entire year. Um, you know, linebackers, uh, rangy, big, good blitzers. Um, Jackson obviously is, you know, has found the end zone on defense more than any player since he's been in the league. So very opportunistic, create a lot of long yardage situations. Um, I think Matt's as good a defensive coach. Um, he's right up there with all the rest of them uh, that are that good. I mean, he challenges you in a number of different ways. And then offensively, I mean, you know, led the league in rushing last year. Um, really same picking up where they left off in that regard. Um, running backs are all big all hard to tackle, make a ton of yards after contact, so tackling will be important this week. Um, Moore, uh, you know, is top of every category, basically in the league, yards per catch, contested catches, um, you know, he's hard to tackle when he has the ball in his hand, so uh, they got <coughs> tight ends involved, they got, you know, other skill players that they throw it to, and um, obviously Fields, um, you know, and I understand the report, you know, may or may not go, but you know, obviously a versatile guy can hurt you with his arm, can hurt you with his legs. Um, and then the young kid, when he came in last week, you know, very much the same thing. Like, he understands the game plan. He can do things with his legs as well, too. So we've seen a lot of film on him. So, um, you know, explosive team in all three areas, you know, all three phases. We've got to do a good job of understanding who we're playing against and uh, where they're at and, you know, how they win, you know, and how they make big plays because that's obviously going to be a big factor. 
um, on Sunday. <clears throat> Any update on uh, Jimmy and? Nothing yet. I mean, we're you know that'll be a medical thing as we go through the week here and just kind of see how he progresses. Um, but nothing, nothing yet. <clears throat> Will he be able to practice today? Not or? today. He won't practice today. Okay. And um, do you have? Okay, I'm sure you have. Obviously, you have a game plan uh, for the quarterback. But you, you know, Brian came off the bench, did a pretty good job. Aiden's mm-hmm. already gotten the starters, or yeah, anything waited. Yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna you know both of them will get opportunities today. You know, like I said, it's hard to. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how today goes and then see what the prognosis is and see how practice goes, see how Jimmy's feeling. So I think there's, you know, there's a few balls in the air right now um, that we're going to have to sort through for sure. When you talk about the, the preparation for the Bears, the, you know, the quarterback, the young kid, there's not much film on him. He's a small school guy, obviously, not yeah. really much. And Fields, as you said, the records are not quite. Like, how much do you have to kind of weigh that, prepare for him? And how do you prepare for a quarterback you don't know that much about this? Yeah, I mean, look, they're filming on everybody. If you, if you look hard enough to find it, you know what I mean? So he's, he played in the preseason a bunch, played last week, obviously. Um, you know, and, and so there's college tape as well. So uh, I think most importantly is to understand the skill set of the player you're talking about. You know, and in this case, it's multiple players. Um, you know, and just, you know, we have to be able to defend whoever's out there. So, um, you know, we always talk about the backup quarterback anyway. Um, last week was no different. You know what I mean? We, we you know... Had, had some tape on Cunningham and knew that there might be something where he could potentially uh, be a factor. And so, you know, you have to prepare and do your due diligence. So, um, like I said, we've, we've got all the tape on him. Uh, we'll watch it all. He's played in their system, their offense. He did some good things in the preseason, certainly. Um, you know, he can do some things with his legs. You know, he finds the right people in the passing game. He's accurate. He's got a good arm. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's enough to go off of for sure. Is he on your radar at all in the pre-draft process or the undrafted process? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them that are. I think once we once we ended up going with Aiden, you know, we picked Aiden, I think it kind of changed, you know, just the entire mindset of, of that whole thing. Just seems like uh, Trayvon Morig uh, this season has taken a step forward. What have you seen from him in terms of his growth just over the course of the last year? So? Yeah, I think, you know, um, this is, you know, Trey's third year. He's played a ton of football, obviously, um, you know, and – He's had an opportunity to be, um, to really try to take the, I think the best of the guys that he's been around, you know. Um, he was around John and John Abrams' physical, you know, physical type of style player. Um, he got to, you know, be around Duran last year a little bit, who'd been in the league for a long time. Kind of, I think Trey tried to, you know, gain and um, take as much from him as he could. Um, and now, you know, Marcus comes in this year, a different player. Uh, different experiences. Marcus has had a lot of success in his career on some really good teams, and um, I think Trey's just done a good job of trying to learn from all those players that he's playing with or beside. Um, you know, he works hard at it. Uh, I know he studies hard at uh, you know at his position, the opponent. Um, I think he really, you know, he's trying to be good in every area of that position. You know, and we ask a lot of that position. You know, uh, sometimes they're down the box, sometimes they're in the deep part of the field, sometimes they're covering. Sometimes they're blitzing. Um, you know, I think Trey's improved as a tackler. Um, you know, and he certainly had to deal with his fair share of adversities too. You know, he's got the cast on. You know, the thumb. So um, I just think he's a tough-minded kid who's really focused on trying to be the best version of himself. Um, and he's really, I think, he's really taken something from all of the guys that he's had an opportunity to play with, which I think is great for every young player to do, um, because obviously you don't know everything. You know, when you're young, so. Um, just feel like he's continuing to get better and better. You know, I really like Trey's, you know, path here.
Josh, organizational question. As the trade deadline comes, is that something you and Dave discuss? Is it something Dave will say, hey, I think we can fill a need here, or you say, uh, not looking for names, just organizationally, how do you and Dave handle that? That's really, you know, for Dave and then Dave and Champ and those guys upstairs to really monitor that stuff. I mean, I don't I don't have enough, you know, I wish there was two more hours in every day as it is to do other things. So, um you know, it's an important part of the process. It's, it's, it doesn't mean that anything will or won't happen, uh, but I have total trust and faith in those guys to basically, they're monitoring all that stuff. If there's something that eventually we need to have a discussion about or what have you, then then you try to do the, the best thing for the team. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in my lane here, you know, and, and if he needs to honk the horn and we need to pull over to the side of the road and have a conversation, then we will. But. I, those guys are going to do a great job of that. They did a great job last year of monitoring that whole thing. There's a lot of conversations. Um, sometimes there's things that happen. Sometimes a lot of times there's not. So he up there, Nate Hobbs. Say it again, Nate Hobbs. He won't be out there either today. Uh, he's you know continued to try to progress and work hard at it. Um, just you know, and I think he'll again he'll be out there as soon as he can. He's just not quite ready. Josh, Talked sorry. about your uh, interior defensive line kind of as a whole the other day, but uh, the, the guy who's getting the most snaps and seems to be on a really good stretch is uh, Bilal Nichols. How important has it been for, for him? <coughs> yeah, Bilal's, um, you know, he's been a steady uh, a steady guy since we got him last year. Um, you know, just works really hard at all the areas that, you know, uh, that are required at that position. You know, he's got to be able to play the run and, and be physical inside. He's um, he works at pass rush, um, you know, diligently every single week um, that we're out there. I think he's improved in both areas. I think he understands the scheme that we're playing now, you know, the, the best since I've been here. You know, I think all our guys are really getting acclimated to it. But true pro, um, really uh, a good influence on everybody else, comes in prepared every day, puts in a great deal of work at practice, uh, technique-wise, fundamentally, um, then he gives great effort. You know, he's in good condition. He can play a lot of snaps, as you mentioned. Um, you know, and he impacts the game in multiple ways, which obviously, you know, if you play that position, that's what you want to do. So, um, really, uh, again, happy with the progress that, that we've seen from Bilal. John Jenkins is somebody else that probably doesn't get the notoriety that he deserves, but it feels like he's been kind of an anchor for you guys down there. Yeah, he has. Um, you know, there's another guy that's nothing but a pro, um, you know, ready every day, um, knows the opponent, understands what his job is, um, does it, doesn't get tired of doing it right with the technique, uh, very consistent in his approach, um, practices his butt off. Um, you know, for a guy who's been in the league as number as many times, you know, as many practices and games as this guy's played in his career, uh, you see him practice and you're impressed, you know, and he's always trying to either himself improve or help somebody else get better, which um, I mean, man, if you could if you could put a you know roster full of seventy guys together that are like that, so um, just just love having him here. Um, he's played played very well so far this season, um, and we're going to need him to continue to do that. Josh, uh, Max has seemingly always kind of been a team leader anyway. But it seems like he's taken even more of a leap this year. How has he been able to do that? Yeah, I mean, he he searches um, honestly uh, uh, daily. For ways to improve himself and improve himself in all the areas that he's working on, you know, and everybody sees the player part of it, you know, it's probably, I'm just as impressed with the other stuff, you know, in the meeting room, um, you know, how he leads his teammates on the practice field, his preparation every day, his treatment, his recovery process is never ending, 
Um, you know, and he wants to, I think young players sometimes, they know how to get themselves in a routine. And, and I think one of the biggest challenges that young players see, and I think Max is really, he's really getting over the hump on this, is how do I improve other guys? How do I help them improve and motivate them to do do more and, and, and try to improve themselves? So um, he just has such an effect on everybody um, every day, you know. And, and, and in, along with that, there's a lot of pressure. You know, because you have to be on every day. You know, you can't come in and have a day where you're just, you know, let me just go through the motions, you know, and, and he never does, you know. So um, he, he's learning to deal with all those stresses of being a, a great leader, a great teammate, along with being a dynamic elite player. So um, he just he's obsessed with being the best version of himself every day, and uh, you see it, and that's why you see him improve at it. I'm sure you knew a lot about him already coming in, but was there a moment like last year when you were like, "Oh, this guy, this guy's different. Like, there's something different about Crosby." Him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the first few times I saw him, met him, saw him in the weight room, you know, um, you know, my, of course my office is right over there by the parking lot, so I always, you know, you know, when you you look down there, his car's here most of the time, so you know, you think he was coaching, you know, because he's, he's here early, he's here late, and all the rest of it. So, um, no, nah, he just. Ever since I've had an opportunity to, and the good fortune to be here, he, he's been an incredible influence on me, uh, on the on the people in the building, on the players. Um, it's just, I mean, we're blessed to have him. We really are. Have you watched, have you watched him spar, and how much does it panic you that he's in there? Taking yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not uh, – we try to keep some of the shots to a minimum, you know, as we go into the season part of it, so – um, but, you know, I mean, guys have different ways that they prepare, you know, and, um, you know, he's a, he's a violent guy, you know, he, he plays that way too. So, Josh, when you have uh, a player like Devontae Adams, uh, who's such a focal point, and cameras catch him, and, you know, where he's sitting, who's he, he's talking to during the game, is he frustrated? Like, on, on Sunday he left without talking to us uh, after the game, uh, no big deal, that's his prerogative, but people read into things, um, and as the head coach dealing with somebody like that, um, are there times where you feel like you have to sit him down or the office is open for him to come and talk to you to express any frustrations at all? I always have open communication with all those guys. Um, and honestly, like, you know, great players wouldn't be great if they didn't want to try to help the team win in every way that they can, you know. And we have a, you know, we have a handful of guys that have earned that, you know, that opportunity, you know. And, just talking about Max and talk about you know Devontae and I've been around a handful of other ones um, where look the game is different for them you know because they've you know achieved a certain um, uh, status and, and they want to contribute every single time that they're out there as much as they can so um, that's part of them being them you know I would never tell them to squash that you know um, he's been a great leader a great influence we know how this goes. Um, there's stretches, and we've seen this already in the league, you know, I don't know, a half a dozen or more times this year where, you know, a certain player doesn't necessarily get a certain number of targets one week or the other for a number of reasons, you know. there's The, the other team gets a little bit of a vote. Something else happens that, that affects that. But um, to me, you know, that approach, I wouldn't want him to change or any other player like that. I wouldn't want Max to change. You know, he's getting double teamed on every pass rush, you know. We try to move them to help them, you know, be more impactful, you know. So um, I've said that before. Like, our job is to, to make sure our best players have an opportunity to impact the game. Um, and, and they can only do what they can do, you know. So 
Um, he's going to do everything he can to help us win. I know that for sure. He's got a great attitude and mindset. He's you know as, as competitive as a guy as I've ever been around, um, and he should want the ball and he should want to contribute. Um, so, no, I I don't I don't try to tell them to not you know not feel a certain way, and, and they should be you know they should want the ball. You know that's why they are who they are. You know so um, no, he's 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 great. You know in, in every way, and, and this is no different. Does he? I mean, I know that he knows that. Or thinks when he's double teamed, he's still open. Where's the fine line with that? Yeah. Especially when you have to sit down and talk to him about this. There's a fine. I don't. I mean, I don't have to sit down and talk to him about anything. He, there's a fine line, you know, for every player like that. You know, um, you know, you got to be. We got to be smart with the ball, but we also got to make sure we keep our best. You know, our best options um, available to us. You know, and so, look, my job. It, you know, my job is to try to find a way where they can't double. You know, so you know we'll, we'll we'll keep working at that part too. And again, there's always stretches like that that seem a little bit you know uh, slower than others, um, but that can change in a hurry. Your offenses have always been known for tight end. So as Michael continues to mature, how much does it allow you to do more of what your scheme is? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the more guys that contribute, the harder it is to defend. And obviously, the tight end position. You know, I think Hoop and Mike both contributed the last few weeks significantly, and um, you know they're right in the middle of the defense. So you know when there's this, or there's somebody whether it's a back receiver, or a tight end that's contributing right in the middle of the field, you know that that creates you know you have to pay some attention to that. You know, so um, I just you know the more plays we can involve them in, um, as you can see, they're hard to tackle. You know, there's two big guys running with the ball. Um, you know, get the ball in their hands. It's you know, it's you have an opportunity to make some yards. So, I love the, the position. I think the versatility of that position, going back a number of years now, has continued to evolve and change. And uh, there's so many really good tight ends in the league now, and I'm really excited that we're starting to see some of that growth from our guys. When you guys drafted Tyree Wilson, you had a plan, kind of a ramp up period for him. Has he progressed how you guys expected to this point so far? Yeah, I mean, I think you know Tyree's playing more and more in terms of. Uh, doing the things we thought he could do, um, you know. I know there's one number everybody you know, is waiting for, so I, I, I understand that part of it. But um, I thought he was very impactful in the running game the other day. Uh, again, some of the things in the pass rush, you know, there's there's opportunities, and we're getting we're getting closer on some of those things too. So um, he's the thing he, he's doing is he's he's been out there every day. He's stringing weeks together. He's getting you know better in terms of understanding his role. The defense, what he's doing on every call, um, the technique we're using, uh, getting off on the football, how to play different blockers. You know, that's a big thing for him, too, because, you know, the left tackle this week is not the same as the left tackle last week. And, you know, that'll continue through his entire career. So um, these guys, you know, there's a different level of preparation that goes into winning, you know, rushes, winning run blocks, et cetera, against different people. So, um, he's learning how to do all that, you know, and I love the fact that he's been durable and been able to stay out there on the practice field, which I think is where you're going to see the most improvement from him. Max pushes him in a good way. I don't mean that disrespectfully. Yeah. So how much does it help you to look over and say, okay, if he's going to learn from anybody, that's the guy one. Yeah, I think all your leaders like that, you know, certainly you know that the young players respect those players, you know, um, one, because of the way they work, but two, because they've earned it based on their production. So. Um, to have guys like that in your organization, and we have a number of them, you know, Max, JJ, Devontae, Jimmy. I mean, there's a lot of Epps. You know, there's a lot of guys, Marcus Peters. 
you know, there's a lot of guys that people can listen to and, and they have a lot of experiences, a lot of successful experiences to rely on and, and help, you know, teach some of these young guys, you know, through their expo- exposure. So um, I really, you know, when you see that, you know it's a good conversation. Um, and the most important thing is how it's received. And so you see a lot of our young players, whether it's Trey listening to Devante or, you know, Trayvon listening to Epps or, you know, Tyree listening to Mac. Those are all really productive conversations for an organization and a team have. One more on Devontae. He's taking some big hits and there's some physical stuff. Is, is, I know he wants to practice all the time. Um, uh, is he, a, is he going to be out there today? And, and, and B, is that something that you kind of have to re- help him refrain from himself? Yeah, I think we're trying to do that with all of our guys. You know, I mean, Max is, you know, you guys have seen on the injury report, limited. and You know, just trying to be smart with all those guys. You know, I mean, there's a toll that it takes, especially this year with our bye week where it is. You know, you got to try to manage that the best you can. Um, we have a late bye week, you know, so... Um, you know, just last week we had, last year we had an earlier one. So um, we'll do the best we can to try to manage those guys. I understand if they don't have a certain practice rep, like that, that's part of doing business. You know, um, I count on those guys to be ready to go on Sunday. You guys, all good. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Josh. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa. Whoa.